Amen. Praise God. Good morning, Christ Church. Good morning. morning. Some of you made it, and some of you didn't, (laughs) but we're all here. Um, God is so good. It's Christmas time, and uh, I always make this announcement. This is about Jesus. Um, So if you don't have what you had last year, and you're not able to buy presents, whatever, um, think about Jesus, <laughs> because so many times right now, I mean, this week in this community, um, a lot of things happening, uh, violent things, bad things and stuff happening because people are angry and upset and they, they get on the, the, the part of the glass that's half empty. And, and this is a tendency, you know, in this Christmas season, but we, we look at the half empty. But I just say to you, man, look at the look at the half full. You know, God is so good. We're so blessed. No matter what it is, uh, we were talking about this Wednesday night, and Stephanie's the one, or or maybe it was someone else that said uh, that might have been Jeff that said, you know, for prosperity for some people, in in some countries is my kid didn't get malaria today. You know. And so I'm, I'm prosperous. I thank God that we don't have malaria. And it's all perspective. You know, how blessed you are. If you can start looking at the blessings now, the blessings will continue to, to multiply and magnify. And they'll flow through you to go to other people. You guys believe that? Yeah. Amen. That's just a free word. That's nothing to do with the message. So Luke chapter 1, verse uh, 26, I think we're going to start at. And... We have uh, entitled this, um, A King is Born and the Merry Miracle. A King is Born and the Merry Miracle. You might have heard some of the songs about the king. Um, when we were talking about Daniel, we uh, uh, explained, in fact, the whole, the whole book of Daniel is about kingdoms. And um, there are other kingdoms, but there's only one king of kings and Lord of Lord. There's going to only be one day, there's only going to be one kingdom. Man, by uh, choice of taking of that fruit on that day, decided that there would be other kingdoms. And so there's been lots of other kingdoms. There's been, everybody's been knocking everybody off the, the mountain. You guys ever played King of the Mountain? Mm-hmm. One guy will get up, boom, and he's King of the Mountain. Then the next guy gets, you know, he dies and or his army gets destroyed, and he's, he's not king of the mountain anymore. We talked about all the kings that have come through the ages. There is a, a, a kingdom of darkness, and I referred to it about this week, and then what you can be caught into. You can, you can get caught into this season in a kingdom of darkness if you don't watch out. And, uh, and it's, I don't have this, I, don't, I need this, I'm going to take this. You, do you understand what I'm saying? And... And, and Jesus Christ came as the king of light and the king uh, of, of, of all creation. He is the son of God. This is, man, this is, we're, we're going to be talking about stuff that even Daniel talked about. Now, I believe it was last week I said that Daniel uh, got to talk to Gabriel. Well, here comes Gabriel again uh, around 500 years later, and he's going to come into this text. So you guys ready? All right, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed 
to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the Most High will overshadow you, therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative, Elizabeth, in her old age, has conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let's pray. God, we thank you, Lord, for this uh, for your word that you've given to us, we thank you, Lord, for your uh, revelation this morning. We thank you for Jesus Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords. And we thank you, Lord, that the merry miracle can be established in every one of us. Lord, we give you praise and we worship you in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. I'm going to go through the whole chapter of chapter 1. But I didn't read the whole chapter, so I'll go through that in a minute. But I, before I do that, I just want to give you kind of an analogy. Um, there was this boy, and his name was Todd, a good-looking, handsome young man, <laughs> 21 years old. And there was this beautiful girl, gorgeous girl, very young, 17. And she said she would marry that guy. And so they got, had a, a wedding ceremony. They got married. It was awesome. It was beautiful. Friends and family, they married. And she trusted him to be her husband, although he didn't know what he was doing, and she didn't either. And they got a place, and within a, a, a period of time, she became pregnant. That happens when a man and woman come together. And so they, they, uh, they began to have a child. And I remember the first month, it was fun, and we were high-fiving. And second month, third month, fifth month, sixth month, it was awesome. You know, we were just so excited. It started getting scary around the seventh month and eighth month. And I remember when we were about, we, were, uh, it, we had our first baby at uh, Luke Air Force Base. And... We didn't know. We didn't know how bad it Stephanie didn't know how bad it was supposed to hurt or whatever, you know. And all of a sudden, we realized that the contractions are about a minute and a half apart. And um, so I go 80 miles an hour from where we lived and got to the, uh, the hospital, and she could not make it. I mean, she was having a hard time just making it there. And when we got in there, she goes, okay, I don't want to do this. It's okay. I don't want to do it. And it was too late. And so she had that baby. 
And, uh, you know, we, we, we tell, all y'all probably have a story of, of having a baby, um, you know, and, or, or being, seeing someone that have one and that kind of stuff. But I, I think of how happy you are when you find out that that's going to happen and how excited and then how terrified you are when you realize it's going to cost about a million dollars to raise that little thing. And how in the world are you going to be able to do it? And then how terrified you are when it actually comes out of you where you cannot protect or keep that child anymore, but that, that child is, is out of you and, and gone. And, and I can't even imagine this. We're looking at probably a 15-year-old girl having this happen to her, and she has never even had uh, intimate relations with a man. And so this is going to be a immaculate conception. This is going to be from the Holy Spirit will overshadow her and, 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 and she is able to be pregnant. But before that happened, in chapter 1, um, this is Luke, Dr. Luke writing to old Theophilus. He says, old Theophilus, I have something to tell you. And he says, let me tell you this story. There was this priest. And he had been a priest a long time. His name is Zechariah, and, and he was of old age. His wife, Elizabeth, was uh, of old age, and, and, and it was his year. The lots had come. It was his years to go in to the holies of holies. It was his year to go in there and worship God and bring the sacrifices of the people and, and pray. So when he entered there, he said uh, uh, an angel came in. And the same angel that we talked about last week that Daniel saw, it was Gabriel. Y'all ever heard that thing, Gabriel, blow your horn? He's a messenger. He's the one trumpeting. And this is awesome. I've said this before, and I've used this before, but he says, I've got a good word for you. Your prayer has been answered. And so... I'm sure he's thinking, well, it's probably the prayer to forgive the people because I'm here to ask for forgiveness for the people. And, and, but he says, your prayer has been answered and here is the prayer. So, um, mom, and then uh, uh, your husband, you guys are going to have a baby. Mom, are you ready to be pregnant? Say yes or no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the truth would be no, right? And so when he hears this, that oh, your guys are going to be pregnant, he goes, ho, 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 ho. That was a prayer I prayed in my 20s and my 30s, my 40s. I don't, I don't pray that prayer anymore. We're done. And, and he said, no, you're going to be pregnant. Now, we're going to go into this because this is going to be part of our first point. And, and here's, here's point number one. Let's, let's look at point number one. Point number one is this. Your prayer has been answered. According to verse 13, your prayer has been answered. I'm almost getting a little emotional with this, but faithful and not forgotten. Some of you have been faithful. You're not forgotten. Do you hear me? Your prayer has been answered. I can think about this. They're 17 and 21, good-looking kids like me and Stephanie, you know. <laughs> Zach and Elizabeth. woo Married! Yeah! Are you pregnant? No. <laughs> you know, next, 
Next month, you pregnant? No. Next month, you pregnant? No. Ten years, you pregnant? No. They're talking about me, honey. Zach, they're talking about me. They said, I did something wrong. I was a sinner. I did something in my life. Everybody, Naomi has a baby. Ruth has a baby. Everybody has a baby. I cannot get pregnant. Is it me? Maybe it's you. Zach is like, man, what, maybe I should let somebody else marry this lady so she could have a baby. Because it may be me. How many of you have had known couples that have struggled with this? And they've been to the Mayo Clinic, and they've been, and the, it, sometimes it's the man, sometimes it's the woman, but they can't figure out. See, this is, this is before con, uh, contraception, before birth control, any of that stuff. This is before that. So they were, they, it was a good thing to be pregnant. They wanted to be pregnant. Year 10 came, and they're not pregnant. 20 years have passed. And they're beginning to give up, beginning to give up. They're, well, God could still, I've heard of it. You know, I had a cousin and, 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 and they, they had a baby late in life. And I've heard of it. Maybe this can happen. 20 years passed, 30 years, 40 years. And now they're sitting there going, I don't even think about it anymore. It's just, it's just a, a failure and maybe in my life, maybe in my mom and dad's, I don't know, but I, but I will not, I will not blame it on God. But I will be faithful. And I know that they're faithful because Zechariah is in there, he's putting the showbread, he's putting the 12 loaves of, of bread in, on, the, on the tables. He's lighting the menorah. He's worshiping God. He's doing everything. He's giving God the glory. He's not blaming God. He's faithful. Now, this is what you need to hear. He is not forgotten. He's faithful. He's not forgotten. You've been faithful in a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Sometimes we think that God is not paying attention, both good and bad. We think he's not paying attention, but he is. And I want to say this. You that are here this morning, you've been faithful and you're not forgotten. In Psalms chapter 100, verse 5, it says, For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness to all generations. Somebody say praise God. <laughs> Little guy, deacon kid, uh, runs away from home, drinks, does a bunch of stuff, gets taken into slavery in Ireland. This is a couple of thousand years ago. Lives as a slave for a few years, has a vision, goes back to Scotland where he, he, he was born, becomes a priest. Then, in his older age, he goes back to Ireland, builds, I think it's, and I know it's over 100-something, might have been 300-something churches, to, a, to an island that had been um, 
you know, into Druid worship, into all kinds of stuff, uh, a heathen place. And um, there had been a lot of illegitimate children that weren't being taken care of because landowners and stuff would have uh, relations with women but wouldn't take care of them. They would only take care of the woman they were with. And so when they, he started bringing them in an orphanage and put them into churches, and, and uh, so he put his last name on him, Patrick. And then the uh, church in Ireland means Kirk, and so he put Kirkpatrick. And then 2,000-something years later, my dad gets saved, and he becomes a pastor of a church. My brother's preaching in a church this morning. I'm preaching in a church. My sister is in uh, uh, Thailand with her husband, and it, even my brother George is this morning doing worship at a uh, Accent Church. Can I let me read Psalms one hundred in that light? Okay, let's read it. For the Lord is good; His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. It's not just about you. Faithful, not forgotten. Think about it. Think about it, man. They could have gave up at twenty, at, at, at ten years, and not having a baby, and said, "Forget this." I go in there and I pray all the time. God ain't hearing me. I'm not going in there. You're twenty, thirty, but here they are, up in age, probably seventy to eighty, and he goes, "Your prayer has been answered. Not too early." but not too late. Six months before the king of glory is to enter the earth. Your prayer has been answered. You are going to have a baby. You see, in 19 and verse 20, as I tell you this story, um, Zach goes, well, how can this be? We're, a, we're, we're old. We, there's no way we can do that. And he said, because you've doubted the word, the angel says this, Gabriel, because you've doubted the word that's been brought to you today, your mouth will be shut up. You will be silent. I have a word for those that have been faithful. And by the way, whether you think you're forgotten or not, you're not. I have a word for those that have been faithful and you haven't seen that miracle and that answer yet. I have a word for you. Shut your mouth. Or let God shut it for you. <laughs> Don't curse it. Don't say it's not going to happen. They'll never get saved. It's never going to. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Be silent. Be silent. You see, let God's word incubate, incubate in you like Elizabeth did. In verses 24 and 25, this is interesting. So they're, they're very up in age. This is not you know, normal. It doesn't happen. In fact, if she was with Zachariah and now she's pregnant, she's got to explain something because they've been trying for 50 years. You know, what, what you been doing there, Elizabeth? You know, or were you with somebody else or what happened? You know, how did you all of a sudden get pregnant? She gets pregnant and she hides it. Hides out for five months. And, and listen, I'll read it to you, what, what, what it says here. Let's look at it. It's in verse 
19 and verse 20 says this. And the angel answered him. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's, it, that's not verse 24 and 25. Uh, After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my approach from among people. Sometimes in the intimacy and in, in the beginning of the miracle, and you're seeing it, we not only need to be silent, but we need to protect that and incubate that. Does, does anybody understand what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't begin to go, well, this could go wrong and that could go wrong. And begin to protect it and don't listen to outside influences telling you, oh, that's, that can't happen, Elizabeth. You must just, you're probably, it's that time. You know, it's, it's, you're older in life, and so you're, you're going to the next stage. So that's why, that's what's happening. And, and, or maybe you have a tumor, you know. And, and, and you can listen to people begin to destroy the miracle that you've been praying for, that God told you is coming, and you can begin to hear what they're saying. I'm telling you, in in the beginning, for you that are maybe accepting Jesus, you accept Jesus, you tell us about it, you confess it to us, but be careful about that. Keep God's word in your heart. For you that, that have been praying for a miracle to happen, you're seeing it begin to happen, keep that protected. Pray over that night and day. Ask God to reveal it to those that can help you to be able to, to deliver that miracle into the earth. Do you guys hear what I'm saying? So for five months, this happens. And after that five months, and she's protecting her miracle, Gabriel decides to go and spread the news to her relative, Mary. But not only does he spread the news to her, he tells her something incredible too. And let's look at, uh, if you're taking notes, number two. The second point here, first point was this, that you're faithful and not forgotten. And number two, you are favored and the Lord is with you. You are favored and the Lord is with you. Everybody say it. You are favored and the Lord is with you. Let's say it like this, I, using I. I am favored and the Lord is with me. Amen. Amen. Faithful, not forgotten. I am favored and the Lord is with me. The first words that Gabriel says to her is, you are favored and the Lord is with you. God knows and sees you. He's reaching out to you in many, many ways. Think about it. Why are you here this morning? Mom made me come. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are favored and the Lord is with you. Why are you hearing about Jesus and what he can do for your life? Because you are favored and the Lord is with you. 
Why have you been born where you were born? Why did you go through what you went through? And pastor, you don't know what I've been through. I've been through all kinds of stuff. You're sitting here, right? You are favored and the Lord is with you because he is coming through everything that you went through to reach you today. You're favored and the Lord is with you. It's not a mistake. God loves you. It's not a random thing. God loves you. And he's given his son for you. You see, the Lord is with you. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Now what's this last part? That's why I'm reading the scripture. What's this last part say? And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You're faithful, not forgotten. And that he is with you. You are highly favored. You are highly favored. And the Lord is with you. Sometimes you stand out there. Sometimes I stand out here and I feel like, am I by myself? And he said, no, I'll go with you. No. Have you ever done anything kind of scary? And, and yet the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. You are favored. You are favored, and the Lord is with you. The last part I really like, and let's, let's read that scripture, verse 37. The angel says to Mary, For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I, the servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed. From her, I want to say a couple of things um, about this part. Elizabeth conceived in her old age, and we'll 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 hear about this later um, as we go on in this series. But but Gabriel tells Mary Elizabeth has conceived. And so Mary then goes to her when she gets pregnant. And, and it's, it's amazing now. We look back a bit. Can you look at it reality? It just reality? And there's a girl here, and she's 15, and she's pregnant. What are we going to say? And she says, oh, uh, an angel of the Lord came to me. And... And, and now I'm pregnant. But you're, you're supposed to be, you're engaged to this guy over here, this guy named Joseph. You're engaged to him, and you're pregnant. So you and Joseph, right? No, 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 no. And Joseph's going, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't there. And this girl is pregnant. So what she does is she goes to a place that's safe where someone else has already been pregnant for five months. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Where should you go when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Go where other people 
have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And those people are going to help you. Those people are going to lead you. So she experiences this miracle, and she's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And she goes, and Elizabeth is also experiencing the miracle. Like I said, we'll tell you about their interaction in part two. But Elizabeth has already experienced something that's impossible. Do you believe that nothing is impossible with God? Do you believe that? Let's try it. Let's pray right now. Let's just pray for whatever it is. Lord, I pray that this impossible situation moves. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you move the mountains, Lord, that are in our lives. We have literal mountains in this church, Lord, over on 43rd Avenue. Lord, I pray for a miracle. Lord, I pray for a financial miracle in our people's lives, Lord, for a miracle for to do the impossible. Lord, I pray for salvations, Lord, for those that we have talked to over and over. And Lord, it doesn't seem like anything is moving them. But Lord, I know that it is not impossible with you. We pray, Lord, for the, the salvation of Jesus Christ in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. You see, you shall call his name Jesus. Nothing is impossible with God. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus said that same spirit. So his spirit, he will send his spirit. In John chapter 14, he said, I will send my spirit and he will be with you and he will be in you. You will call his name Jesus. Now, this is interesting. I've had a guy come here and do this. You know, people will uh, do this uh, word game with you. And uh, be careful of this. This is back to the darkness of Christmas. Christmas can go in the dark. And they'll say, well, his name is Yeshua HaMashiach, and the J was never used, and that's an English thing, and blah, 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 and, blah, 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 and you're saying this and that and that. What we understand in our understanding is that J-E-S-U-S means salvation in our language. Jesus, the literal name, means salvation. Christ means anointed. The anointed salvation of God that came 2,000 years ago that was prophesied in 27 A.D. by Daniel that his ministry would start and three and a half years later stop because of the crucifixion of dying on the cross. That's the one I'm talking about. And God isn't dyslexic and he's not stupid and he understands when you say the name of Jesus, you mean Jesus. Salvation. Are you guys understanding? So you can let people get you off. These are the, again, these are the people trying to destroy the pregnancy within you. When, when, when Elizabeth uh, protected that, these are, these are the different things that try to, you, you, in the best of my mind, I also know Yeshua HaMashiach, I call him that, yay. I call God Jehovah Sikhanu, Jehovah Sikhanu, uh, Nisi, Jehovah 
uh, Roma. I call him his names, but I also know that his name, and he's answered me over and over and over again, is Jesus. So you can say Jesus. Watch demons tremble and take off. There is an incredible movement to stop people from saying the name of Jesus. If there wasn't power in the name of Jesus, it wouldn't mean anything. But there's power in the name of Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So you're going to be pregnant. And you will call his name Jesus. You will call his name salvation. You will call his name born again. You are born again. He has changed you from the inside out. His name is Jesus. And until my dying breath, I'll say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I hope I help some of y'all. They get around when there's theological people try to throw all kinds of jargon at you and stuff. It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. Because your revelation is the revelation that God has given you in your language and tongue. And that revelation is that there was a baby born of a virgin. And her, she called his name Jesus because the angel Gabriel told her to call his name Jesus, which means salvation. And that the salvation has come to the world. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. A king is born. And Daniel, the ancient of days, sits down and gets rid of all the other kings and the Son of Man comes forward and he says, your king will be eternal. That was a, a telling about this day. He was revealing that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come. Can you say Jesus? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. There's forgiveness in the name of Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus, salvation. And nothing is impossible. This is the important part, and this is what we'll end with this morning. All of this is being said every day, all across the world. Billions have accepted, billions have not. And here's the difference. Here's the difference with Mary not having to have her mouth shut and be silent. Here's the difference. It's, it's verse 38. It's that last verse. Look at that verse there. Let's read it. She says this. And Mary said, Behold, everybody say this with me. I am the servant. I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. I am the servant of the Lord. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. The word was given to her. You will be pregnant. You will have a baby and his name shall be called Jesus. You 
are blessed and highly favored. God loves you. Now, I guess I'll take this time to say, because some people are going, well, why are you talking about the Mary miracle? Are you praying to Mary? No. Mary was an individual just like you and I. And the reason I call it the Mary miracle is because the Mary miracle is for all of us. This message is for you. This message was for Mary, but it's also for you. Joy to Mary? No. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. But, it, but, it, but, it, but, but let's go a little bit further. But instead of just Mary bringing Jesus, Peter brought Jesus to Rome, to Nero, uh, Caesar, who was uh, angry and, and burned things down. Philip took Jesus all over the world. Paul took people, uh, took Jesus to people that we've uh, maybe never will see, but he took them to all kinds of people all around the world. My dad took Jesus. St. Patrick took Jesus to Ireland. Are you listening to me? Joy to the world. The Lord has come. And he wants to continue to come through his children. And it's time for us to deliver the miracle to the world. We'll talk more about it, when it about birth and all of that. But joy to the world. The Lord has come because I am your servant, Lord. Let it be according to your word. Let it be according to your word. Can you say that with me this morning? Let it be according to your word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Would you guys stand with me this morning if you can? If you're sitting, that's fine. And I want to pray. We always have communion. And uh, we're not having it today. I'm sorry. There's no communion today, but... Um, I want us to commune with Jesus this morning and thank him for his, his power and his strength and for, for his salvation inside of us. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that we are, we are faithful and not forgotten. Lord, we thank you that we're highly favored and that you are with us. We thank you that there is nothing impossible to us lord nothing impossible with god there is nothing impossible with god there is nothing impossible with god let it be according to your servant lord lord when you give us a word our answer is yes we accept that word lord and let it be according to your word lord So, Lord, I pray for everyone here for miracles, Lord, in their lives. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray if there's anyone this morning that has not accepted Jesus Christ, that they would confess with their mouth and believe in their heart, Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. Jesus, we ask you to forgive us, to cleanse us. Lord, to be our Savior and Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Now we're going to go into worship, and if anyone would like... uh, Prayer, I'll be in the back to pray for you. Let's begin to worship him.